warning, if you haven't watched the show that we are discussing today and want to avoid spoilers, stop right there. Go binge and come on back. If you have or don't mind spoilers, sit back with your favorite drink and enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to Coffee and Dramas. This is uh, season two, episode three. Um, We hope you guys are doing well. Uh, today we have a special guest, uh, our special guest from, uh, what did we do again? Oh yeah, Mystic Pop-Up Bar, episode 7 of season 1 I think it was. Oh, it's been a while actually, it's been a, quite a while. Okay, so uh, it's May from Chocolata. She is going to grace us with her presence and her knowledge on subjects that we're going to talk about today. Um, about the show, which is my all-time favorite show i don't care what you think about it i don't give a fuck is what's wrong with secretary kim i absolutely love the show it's a romantic comedy with my favorite actor park so jun with park min young and nadia and i's mutual favorite of all time ken kyung who we've dubbed mr funny man um as well as a whole cast of um, office workers and background, not background characters, secondary characters that are just absolutely awesome. Um, the show deals with a lot of things. It is a romantic comedy. It does it does use a lot of cliches for its comedy. It, it's it trolls the friggin' cliches, um, but this show deals with a lot of um, childhood trauma. And that's what we're going to talk about today is going to be childhood traumas, um, you know, how we deal with it, how it affects us as kids into adulthood. And you'll see how how well this show really portrays it in a romantic comedy style of show, right? Okay, so with we have a special guest today um, returning again for... <laughs> It's been a while. Um, so May Huri from uh, Chocolata is back to grace us with her presence. Um, <laughs> she'll be up on screen somewhere. Um, so today we're actually talking about one of my favorite shows, May. Uh, my favorite show actually of all time. Mm. It's called What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Uh, and it deals with... A lot with um, it's a romantic comedy, but... It deals with adult kind of issues with childhood traumas. Um, and I think a lot of people don't really, when they watch the show, they don't really think about that part of the show. So I really want to emphasize that today. Um, how it's the two main characters, well, technically the three main characters went through um, a really traumatic experience as kids. And then they grew up to be the way they are. And you can see throughout the show how they've held on to that trauma and the and how it affected them throughout their lives throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the um, one of the reasons why I want to bring you on for this. <coughs> Sorry. One of the reasons why I wanted to bring we wanted to bring you on to, onto this because well one you're well you're my sister. Uh, <laughs> two you're really exper- you're you have more experience than I do in life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So thanks for aging me there. (laughs) 
um, but you, uh, you've been like our spiritual guide for like the last, you know, several years. So I think it was better to have someone that is our kind of mentor kind of explain this mm -hmm. rather than us kind of fumble through it. Like, well, we will have, we have, we, this is what we do on a regular basis, but I mean, someone with a little bit more knowledge would be, mm -hmm. uh, better for that. I'm not um, experienced, but yeah, I've uh, been what doing this for almost ten years now. So yeah, exactly. So more experience, more experience. Yeah. Um, and I know we all we all go through different types of trauma throughout life, and uh, it's something that I think everybody should kind of not kind of brush aside and kind of you know kind of like fate not I know it's hard to say just to face the issues yeah. but I mean something that they shouldn't just kind of shove under the rug kind of thing yeah trauma uh, any kind of trauma actually shapes who you are right as a person um, and it's up to you to um, delve into that journey of healing uh so you you know we're going to talk about childhood trauma right now so yeah. um your childhood trauma inner child trauma all that stuff kind of correlates together so yeah it's it's really up to you to recognize it and um basically get on that healing journey um to kind of it's not about getting over the trauma it's really coming face to face with it and right. um healing from it because with healing there's um uh your road basically opens up and you know um you're not stuck in the past and you actually have a better future okay in terms of right. yeah saying that <laughs> um yeah. okay so that'll bring us to like the first question we were going to discuss is like how does how does um, trauma at a young age affect your personality um, as an adult because you see that so in the show um, the main character June young June he goes from just like a genius kid to a very narcissistic kind of person but they show that his uh, because of the trauma so what he experienced was being kidnapped by a woman and then her committing suicide in front of him. So he had a, he went from being just this smart prodigy kid to um, growing up to not really liking women in a, in a, in a sense. Like he didn't let anybody, yeah. he, he was scared. Sorry, he didn't like, he was scared of women mm -hmm. um, to the point that he didn't really let them touch him. So, um, and then, to being very narcissistic kind of thing. Like, I, I don't want to say narcissistic, but that's mm -hmm. the word they use in the show. And he's very, like, in my opinion, he kind of creates, like, a like a wall, like a, like a persona to kind of protect him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's your ego protecting you from, uh, from bad stuff, basically. So, yeah, so when, uh, when people talk about their ego, uh, we're not talking about... Um, you being better than someone, but your, your ego is basically what, um, develops over time. 
and it protects you from bad stuff basically so uh like he went through all of his trauma and he went through all that stuff as he got older his ego is protecting him from all of that again to happen yeah yeah so he will be you know a narcissist and he will be you know um he will he will take himself out of situations so that he protects himself one and so that he doesn't go through that again right so um that's something that so like what sorry i'm trying to (laughs) put my words together um so you have so it really affects the way that you grow up kind of thing so you could have he could have if he didn't experience that trauma like that that event in his life he could have turned out completely different right absolutely yeah absolutely um but everything happens for a reason right and it's sad to say and you don't want to go through traumatic experiences but every trauma experience or every experience actually shapes you to who you are today um and in your future so it's uh yeah it's tough to tough to kind of comprehend the fact that we have to go through shit um but we will come out on the other side but you have to uh you have to know that there's a healing um that goes with that right so if you don't know that then yeah your ego takes over and um basically plans out your your journey for you we are supposed to um walk side by side with our ego and not allow it to take over uh we have to acknowledge it and make sure that you know we understand why the ego is there right but we also have to allow it to take a back seat and um allow our true nature to kind of come forth and so this is where your your you know healing journey comes in with uh with all your trauma and uh, your traumatic experiences yeah uh so then <clears throat> the ego is more of um like a like a a self defense mechanism yeah right yeah and when the ego takes over it goes from self defense to kind of like assault right kind of thing yeah and and it's it's like sorry it's like the only analogy i can come up with but it, it's it's like you have to figure out um that your ego is your friend, right? But we don't we don't know that. So we tend to what society teaches us is that the ego is bad, and it's um, make it, you know. Right now, I think you know in the spiritual community, uh, people are starting to understand what the ego is. So we're trying we're starting to see that the ego is actually there to protect us, to to keep us safe. Um, but we also kind of have to say that sometimes it's not a good thing to, right. to keep mm-hmm. us safe because then we sit in a box and we're not developing and we're not healing and we're not moving forward. We're kind yeah. of stuck in the past. So he's he's technically stuck in the past because he's allowing his narcissism to kind of come forth and he's allowing um, his past to, to, to dictate his future. So he doesn't want to talk to women or doesn't want them to touch him because of that. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's a it's a tough journey to take. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean it's it's uh, it's interesting because so in the sh- uh, what he what happens is he 
goes nine years with Secretary Kim as his secretary. And then you see how you see him kind of start his journey when she decides that she wants to quit being a secretary. So it triggers. Exactly. And you see it. What What I love about the show is that you see it. You see him go from just with the that the ego protecting him to kind of it learn. starts to crumble like yeah his, exactly his, yeah and he starts to change and he starts he starts to he starts to see things differently kind of thing so he'll he'll go from um he'll start by thinking like oh maybe she wants to quit because she's in love with me and then he goes to he literally goes from that to um, later on being like, wait, no, I'm in love with her kind of thing. Right. So it's like, you see the, what's good about the show is that you see his journey through that entire, um, process and you see how it's, it's her that kind of triggers that whole change and that whole process of him kind of getting over that. Um, that's interesting to watch. Huh? It's a, and you don't you don't see yourself going through that, so it's it's harder because you're in the situation. But when you watch someone else go through that, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I it's funny because like, um, they don't like a lot of a lot of people when they watch like shows in general, American, Korean, Japanese, whatever. They don't necessarily see that. Um, like they don't they they see the character growth but they don't see the actual the actual character growth mm-hmm. and that's what um yeah and like the the, the lessons that that mm. that they go through um and i find like watching this show and you see you see the journey right and obviously it's like more compact cuz it's a television show right um that's going to be like another actually <clears throat> another question um because it's so compact, the show doesn't really show how much time it takes, yeah. right? They kind of like compress everything, um, but kind of overcoming a trauma, even uh, going through the steps to kind of, you know, uh, get, I don't say get past it, but more of, um, you know, f- like you were saying, face the trauma, face the the issues at hand um it's it doesn't it it takes a lot longer than it's a long time (laughs) yeah it's a long time it's not an overnight um it's not an overnight um what's it called like uh like tomorrow you're gonna be healed or whatever no it's not overnight it's it really is a long journey you really have to look deep within yourself like you like a lot of people like we i think we've discussed this before nobody likes sitting with themselves yeah nobody likes to be quiet and just kind of listen to their thoughts yeah um because they're scared to see what's really behind everything running in their heads right um and that's what meditation allows you to do and that's why people can't meditate because they're like oh my mind is always running and this and that yeah that's when you actually need meditation is to sit quietly just to kind of allow those thoughts to come through and then once they go through you're gonna start seeing the quietness and you're gonna be able to start hearing your true voice come out and give you what you need in your healing journey and i mean it in in 
in my opinion, like it med- meditating kind of helps you kind of sort out those thoughts, right? So people yeah. are like, oh, there's always something running through my mind. It's like, yeah, yeah. this will help you kind of sit down, slow down and kind of sort through what mm-hmm. your all these thoughts that you're that you're you're thinking about yeah. and kind of get through it and then get past that and then get to the quietness. Yeah, absolutely. Um one of the major things in the show too is um so the main character goes through a trauma with uh, as well as the 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 female lead. Um but one of the things that happens is that um after he was kidnapped as a kid if like if, was it a few days no mm. the days after he was like rescued the brother his older brother um goes through kind of like a, a his guilt kind of eats at him and then alters his mind state where he's the one that believes that he was the one that he was kidnapped okay okay and so my question is how does how does a trauma that how can a trauma affect those around you right because it it not only affected his brother who's the one that actually left him in the alleyway um right before he got kidnapped that's his abandonment issues of childhood trauma there you go and then the parents who his parents who had trouble kind of dealing with the aftermath of the whole situation yeah it's um it's funny because i think a lot of people don't realize that your traumatic experiences um gets kind of tapped onto everybody else's experiences around you and they have to go through their healing process and their healing journey at the same time it's a little bit different because the situation is probably different but it's it's almost like you're taking a piece of someone, you know, right. um, in that, in that, in that sense. So uh, okay. like you're saying in this story is that, um, the one kid gets kidnapped, but yet the repercussions are on his brother and his parents and the girl and, mm-hmm. and, and the kidnapper. And so everybody has a part to play in the story and everybody's part, um, is a bit different, but they're all kind of like, I think seeking the same, healing so the brother has abandonment issues and Mm -hmm. so he basically took it upon himself to make it seem like he was the one that was kidnapped Mm -hmm. so he's got um issues about himself and he's probably grown up to be like um everybody likes me everybody you know wants to be me everybody you know so I don't know the story, but that's it's probably exactly. that's what it, you know, it that's is. That's good. That's good. And that's, yeah, that, that's a trigger from that trauma. Um, that makes sense. Cause so yeah. like he, he, so the brother grows up being an author, a popular author and all like he, he talks about how, he, <clears throat> cause he comes back from France and he's like, I was in France. I'd have my, you know, I'd have women and wine all the time and all this stuff. And, you know what I mean? So it that's exactly as you described yeah. him without even actually watching the show, which is yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's that's um, I guess that's what happens when you feel abandoned, right? You get older and you're gonna make sure that everybody wants you, right? So you don't feel that. That issue. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So then you're you're yeah. always feeling someone is someone loves you, or yeah. loves you kind of thing, right? Because yeah. it's not always. 
it's not a good thing. Right. It's, uh, it's actually pretty toxic. If if that's yeah, it's a it's a toxic way of of. I mean it 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 kind of changes your out not outlook, but it kind of changes your perspective on what real love is kind of thing mm-hmm. like how, how yeah. to really f- like what it actually feels like rather than yeah. just the f- surface love mm-hmm. right yeah because once you start delving deep into your healing process you start to see what your your soul is trying to tell you um and that's when when you start loving yourself and then all that stuff and and you start um putting yourself first it doesn't mean that everybody else comes last it's just right. you know you you put yourself first you make sure that you're you're you you do things that you want to do um make sure that uh you can say no you have your boundaries your lines don't get crossed uh but once you do that that's what's going to allow you to to give more to other people and then your healing uh will kind of shine through and then kind of give that healing to others around you to kind of give them that push to want to heal and to want to mm. move past the trauma. Okay, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, you see that throughout the show too when um, the parents kind of realize like they should have, as as they see like their kid starting to try and get over it they start to realize okay well we should have been more helpful so they kind of like go through um they kind of sit down and talk about what happened and from Mm -hmm. both their sides of the story because um yeah that's huge that's another thing nobody talks about what's happened and so you see a distorted version but then once everything is laid on the table you're like oh that's what happened Exactly. Exactly. That's not what I. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. I feel like I feel like so I feel like and we talk about this a lot on on the show is that, um, in the Korean culture it's very similar to our culture and the Arab culture where it's like no one talks about their feelings. Yeah. Right. It's like it's. It's very taboo. Right, and it's like it's like if you have any feelings, you just bury them deep down, or and you just forget about it, and you just move on, even if something traumatic happens to you they tell you, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Just keep going kind of thing. Like keep it to yourself. And, um, and it's funny because I think I'm, we're seeing that now with, with all, everything happening with the Palestine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, people didn't believe what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and so a lot of times we were, we were told not to talk about it. Um, up until now um, with technology and, and what it's doing, um, and it's doing a really good thing, people are starting to see and starting to believe. And I think the healing process is starting for a lot of the Palestinians. Um, and it's starting, it, it, it's opening up that subject that people can now talk about. Right. And then now they're basically putting forth all of the information and they're showing them right. and people are seeing. So now this healing process is going to be starting. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a long time. It's not, yeah. it's not, overnight like i said but it's gonna it's triggering right and all of all of this is triggering a lot of the the childhood trauma that's that a lot of the adults are uh have felt right and so it's gonna allow them to start healing and start you know moving forward yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. and that's like um 
that's like a lot of things. That's a lot of a lot of different things in one in, in one, right? Because like we're yeah. there's a lot of media suppression for things that happen in the Middle East in general, and any yeah. and, and like a lot of different places around the world, like Africa yeah, as well. I mean, even in you know in Asia and stuff like that, we yeah. have very and, little. We very little know what's happening. So. Right, and then with with me with with technology today, it's uh, it allows. <clears throat> it allows more information to come out. Granted, yeah. there's still a lot of control, um, but as soon as that healing starts, as soon as that comes out, the healing starts, and it's just gonna be like, it's gonna, it's like a big, big. I mean, with the way that our culture is, how we're raised in our cultures, that it's gonna take a while, and it's gonna be like, in my opinion, it's gonna be a lot more brutal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it, it actually, and it's funny you say that because what happens, it triggers the dark night of the soul. And then the dark night of the soul is, is, is basically you hitting absolute rock bottom in your, great. you know, at your start of your healing journey. And this is basically where you start questioning things and start saying, is there really, you know, a higher being? Is there really God? Why is he doing this? And why mm. am I here? And all that stuff. So that triggers you into going through your dark night of the soul and it's basically your spiritual depression Mm. and that's where you start doing the inner child trauma the work on healing your inner child and all that stuff yeah so like you said it's it's good it's a it's 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 really bad yeah and i feel like and um you talking about inner child we've we've, uh, we've spoken about this before but i like talking about it because i think it's an important kind of step in your healing process especially mm-hmm. like a lot of trauma that happens happens as a child yes and yeah. so and we're told to suppress it right exactly and told, right and so you, you don't know, get to enjoy it you don't, don't you don't it. really go through your childhood the way you should mm-hmm. in my opinion like you don't really get to experience um the child your childhood as you should and a lot of the times um there's a uh, you forget things, right? You start to yeah. suppress and, and you forget certain events. And um, even in the show, they, they uh, Secretary Kim couldn't remember um, his name, right? As a kid growing up, because she kept, there was certain parts of that experience. And as a kid, she just could not remember because of the event, right? Because she was uh-huh. suppressing it so much. Yeah. And I feel like that's where you got to start is with that inner child kind of work through that before you can kind of move forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all have a bit of um, PTSD from, inner, from childhood stuff, you know, so yeah. some more than others, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, it's not to say that, you know, people that have a great childhood don't have inner child work to do. Yeah. Some do. Some some are are here to basically help others. I mean, yeah. um, I know that you know we've had a pretty rough childhood, and and uh, there's a lot of work that we have to do. Yeah. But I've been able to make sure that my kids don't have that kind of traumatic experience, and and I've always told them that you know I need you guys to be kids. I want you, and so I feel like I've been trying to pressure them into being kids and. Is that gonna give them a bit of trauma later on to work? Like, so it's like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's tough to balance, right? So yeah, we're we're trying to do the same thing with with our kids. So it's 
let's give him the childhood that he want that he should he deserves to have yeah. without hopefully not causing any trauma f- for when he gets older kind of thing yeah so it's a tough balance but i've learned that they will go through stuff and they have to go through stuff and although i don't want them to go through any misery it'll shape who they are they'll be able to make decisions better they'll um see the world for what it is be more um comprehensive more humble right. more you know like more empath empathetic towards others um yeah that makes sense yeah yeah i, I agree and uh i've like i like all the shit that we had to go through as kids i I feel like it makes me more humble as a person. Like it, yeah. it's if I feel like I'd be really different if we didn't go through what we did. You know what I mean? Like going through the yeah. childhood and all that stuff. I don't think I'd be as grateful for the life that I have now. Yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah. and I feel like, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. whole, it's a whole <laughs> yeah. other. St- it's a whole other conversation. Okay. Oh. But we're good. We're good. We're um Absolutely. Yeah, we're I don't know. I'm good. So I know like but it's it's a never ending process, right? It's a never yeah. ending um work in progress, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean things will come up and then it'll trigger something and then you'll be like, Why the hell am I feeling like this? And um you have to kind of go back in time to feel to, to knowing when was the first time you felt like that and then right. why it's triggering it now. And uh yeah, it's a uh, a lot of meditation would help with that because then you're actually kind of digging in and and you're you're connecting with your child self. Um, journaling helps with that too. You know, you writing a letter to your child self. Yeah. Um, automatic writing, like that's where you let everything come out. You just write, write, write without any acknowledging not enough like without acknowledging what you're writing just you're letting allowing it to spew okay that's interesting yeah. and then um basically um and then talking to your child self what would you tell your child self what mm. does your child self need in terms of comfort what did they need like did they need more love did they need more acknowledging did they so like it's it's a lot of digging through what you as an adult want that you were missing out when you were a child interesting yeah Yeah. Uh, that's awesome there's actually a show before um before we move on there's actually a show called hello me on netflix it's a korean korean drama but it's all about like inner child healing but what it is is that um the main character her 17 year old self pops up in present time so she gets to deal with her child self in real in like in real life kind of thing. I wish. Oh yeah. my god. Right? <laughs> yeah, I wish. It's really it's really really yeah. cool. If you if you can if you ever if you have ever have any time on your hands cuz I know you're always busy. Yeah. It's a good show to watch kind of like you get to see it's 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 really it's really well done. It's really well done. Okay. And you see the you you, you see the 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 impact that healing your inner child has on your present self so i really recommend it i recommend it especially nadia um (laughs) um, there's one more thing i was gonna talk about was um 
the self-sacrificing it's so the main character so young june what he does is um after his brother develops these false memories he all they do would as kids would be fighting all the time and so young what young june does is he he faints he pretends to faint and then wakes up without remembering anything pretends to to forget everything that's happened so he thought it was a good idea to kind of self-sacrifice to sacrifice his kind of well-being so that the family could move on and yeah it went to shit right like it you, you see how it didn't really it didn't help his relationship with his brother it didn't help like his re- his relationship with his parents was fine, but it was still kind of a little strained. Um, yeah, because you're holding back. You're not. You're 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 hiding. You're holding back. You're not really giving. You're, you're like you said, self sacrifice. You're basically sacrificing your well being for the other people around you, so they don't feel bad. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was like. I was gonna say like yeah. it's not the smartest thing to do. I mean, there's a way of saying things like you don't have to be a jerk and tell them off, but yeah. there's a way of, of saying things of how you feel or, you know, giving advice and, and stuff like that. So there's always a way of saying it without hurting the other person's feelings. Yeah. And I feel like as ki- like as kids, it's a little, I think it's a little bit difficult as kids because they don't yeah. fully understand. Right. So I think. Well, we're always told not to say anything. Right. We're, yeah. we're like we the way we grew up in the Middle Eastern household is you don't talk when your parents talk to you yeah no talking back and no letting them know how you feel like like example when you're having dinner that's all you're getting that's all you're eating you don't like it doesn't matter you're still going to eat it so we're not allowed an opinion which is you know having kids of my own and i see like you know i'm not going to start making different types of dinners and stuff like that but i think if if we had opened up a conversation and said Okay, mom, can you make me your, you know, my favorite stuff tonight or, you know, like or whatever, yeah. you know, she does it now <laughs> because I think she like mom sees like, you know, she misses her kids and they're yeah. not around as much anymore. So she'll, she'll make us our favorite meals or our yeah. favorite stuff. Yeah. And she does it with the kids too. When they're over, what do you want to eat? I'll make you anything you want. Yeah. But we never got that. No, we never got that. No. And I was like, you get a plate of okra and eggplant. I'm like, mom, I, Ugh, I hate, I hate okra and eggplant. Yeah. No, no, you have to eat it. You don't move until yeah. you eat it. Ugh. Yeah. And it, and it's funny because it's like the way they were brought up is because they didn't have a lot of money, you know, growing up in the Middle East, you're, you're just, you know, it's, it's a simple life. Uh, yeah. You know, you're going to eat what you eat. It's not three meals a day. It's one or two and, you know, snacks like it's, so they brought us up the way they were brought up, but yeah we didn't know so that's you know we're rebelling yeah trying to like you know come forth as a as an as a as an individual but we're not allowed so yeah it it gets suppressed so when we get older either we're super super angry you know in our teenage years where all we're rebelling and we're you know going away from what our parents want us to do yeah and yeah and and so there's no the healing journey only starts like later on in life like in your you know 30s and 40s and you're like holy crap i'm i'm already midway like and i've wasted so much time but i mean that's then yeah it's 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 i mean it's hard to really realize these things when you're 
when you're, you know, going through your teens and your twenties, yeah. uh, you're still kind of, um, you're still trying to work your way through life in general. So you're not really thinking yeah. about the effects that your childhood had on, has on your adulthood. Yeah. And the, it's funny because the show shows that the show, this show shows the, how they're in their thirties and they're starting to realize all this, right? Where yeah. it's like they went through their whole twenties pretty much together and they didn't really, they didn't start the process of healing until they were in their thirties, right? Cause they didn't, yeah. they, they were literally just trying to make a living, trying to, you know, working school and all that stuff. And they were too busy to really realize, oh wait, there's something hurting inside. Yeah. And, that, and that's what we do, right? We make ourselves busy. We just, so that we don't have to dwell on anything or, or see things for what they are and stuff. So we just continuously work, 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 work. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think yeah. that's all the, the questions I have for you today. Um, the, I know we'll have you back on for another show, hopefully soon. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, I'm always happy to be on. It's fun talking about this. It's <laughs> what <laughs> it's what we we try to do is kind of give a real life perspective on the show. It's kind of help people see that just because you're watching a show doesn't mean you can't learn about life. But I think Korean dramas are very um, like their whole aspect of the shows is to really teach you something. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely, yeah. definitely. That's what that's what. Um, that's what kind of drew me in when I was first started watching because I started watching Japanese dramas and Chinese dramas and then I got into Korean dramas and you kind of see one of the first ones that I watched was a show about a high school kid pretending to be his brother who is 10 years older than him and they're supposed to look alike and he falls in love with a girl that's 10 years older than him. So he's 18, she's 28. And that's like not the norm, especially in Korea. It's like mm-hmm. you don't, it's never the woman that's older. It's always the man. It's just like the Middle mm-hmm. East, right? So they kind of show you um, in this show specifically, don't let society kind of dictate what's right and wrong for mm-hmm. you and your love life kind of thing. And go with how you feel yeah like and the age gap it's like age gap well because yeah. it was very taboo i don't know if you remember um the story of like the kid that fell in love with his teacher and he was like 13 and she was like in her late 20s no yeah they ended up um and there was a lot of that so which like i get it it's like yeah. you're less than 18 it's not that's not good right um she ended up going to jail and all that stuff, but they stayed together for a very long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that one. I remember that. I don't want to, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say names. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. names because I it's that like, uh, I that yeah, but um, it was, a. Uh, it was in the nineties. He's my age now. Um, she wow. had a whole different family, all that stuff. And she ended up falling in love with, with this kid, but like in hindsight. And when you look at the, the, the love story, I don't want to I don't want to call it the love story, but the story of it, they ended up staying together for a long time. It wasn't like just a fling. Like they right. really like made it work. They're divorced now, I think, but they were together for like twenty something years. Wow. So 
but society puts a taboo on that. Like I know if he was a bit older, like 18, even at that, they, they don't, they don't like it and stuff like that. Yeah. But they seem to think that the women, older women is, is, uh, is the taboo and the cougar yeah. and all that stuff. Right. So yeah. we're, like, we're trying to get away from the whole norm of society and, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, that story of, of the teacher and the student is, is the, is the way to go. Like, don't like get, yeah, like, that was awful. Yeah. 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 But I'm I, just saying the fact that they stayed together for some like 20 something years is actually like incredible. Incredible. Yeah. After what society told them was wrong and after what she did was wrong and after, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they even, they stuck it out. So yeah. that's a wow. But yeah. you see, you see a lot of the, um, like it, technology is great now because you're starting to see more of the taboo that's normal. Yeah. Right. Um, because now you're seeing more of the world and it's giving you a bigger perspective and it's your world is bigger now instead of like in a box, right. as they say, like you're not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So exactly. like um, people that have always been sheltered, Right. Growing up, there was nothing. And all you had was like, you know, like the TV in front of you. Yeah. Um, like going back to the Palestinian thing where we only saw what was happening on the news and they made everybody in the Middle East look bad. Yeah. Now with technology, they're basically turning the tables and showing you, uh, no, that's not right. Yeah. And they're showing. So like... there's more of, yeah, there's more of that being, uh, uh, yeah. being challenged and being questioned. Which is good. Which is great. Which is the yeah. way we should be going as a society. Anyways, it's like don't. Yeah. There's there's more to it than just what yeah. they want to show you. Yeah, and the, and the story of of the younger guy with the older woman. It's it's not it's not new. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's yeah, not. It's, not, it's new. not. And and they make it seem like it's like oh my god, and yeah. like that's the way we we grew up. Where you know, and the stigma of a woman being older, she's a cougar, which is like, uh, like that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind cougars, but I, yeah. But, you know, like they're calling like a woman like in her 40s dating a guy in her, her 30s, in his 30s. Yeah, she doesn't make any sense. Like, that, mm, that doesn't make like, any sense. No, they're mentally and emotionally, they're pretty much in the same yeah level yeah unless yeah exactly i mean if the woman like i mean you know she she wants to because she likes the you know she wants to have fun and she she likes the you know like uh you know like all that stuff like it's it's mentally like it could be like the same they're at the same level yeah seriously oh well oh man um i think that's it for today going away from childhood trauma here yeah (laughs) that's okay (laughs) it's just but That's, it's it's all to say that um, it's how society, um, how you grow up in society, and yeah. what you what you've dealt with when you're a kid that puts you in situations like that when you get older. Like, yeah, exactly. The you know older woman, younger man, like some guys may have mommy issues, and that's probably why he's with an older woman. <laughs> like I don't know, like it's you know things like that. Like you have to look at. Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot of variables in like the way you are like the way you perceive things and the way you react to things kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it for today because we're kind of almost out of time. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, thank you for, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. 
Thank you for having me. Well, As uh, always, it's a pleasure. Oh, thanks. Uh, we'll have you on the show soon. And yeah. that's it. Take care. Thanks. You too. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's episode with our special guest. Um, I'm gonna, we're gonna try and have her on more often, hopefully. Uh, and we hope you learned something today. Um, again, we repeat this a lot. We're not professionals. This is not our profession. Uh, so the things that we talk about are from our own experiences, from our own research, um, and May has guided us in life for the last several years may as really helped me grow as a person. She's always someone that I looked up to, um, growing up. So, um, we hope that you enjoyed the show and for, I guess we're not doing what's popping this week. Um, so stay tuned for next week for what's popping. (laughs) Um, and that's it for today so take care of yourselves we'll see you soon peace